Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to teach you how to take back your life and dare to progress towards bettering yourself, honing your gifts, and using them for good in the world. Listen in to be inspired by others who are walking the same path of self-improvement paired with self-love, and to be a part of a community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. I'm going to start today's episode by sharing something so embarrassing. This is an interview that I recorded nine or ten months ago, and goodness friends, despite my good intentions, I totally dropped the ball on these do something highlights. As I shared a few months ago, I have quite a few that I want to air and get back to airing. And these these patient, patient guests have been so wonderful about this. Now today is Christina Southam. And I reached out to her to tell her with my tail between my legs that I was finally getting to air our chat together. She was so gracious and classy, exactly who I want to be. And she gave me so much grace and I'm so grateful for her for that. 
Christina has an amazing list of accomplishments, but they've all arisen in her life because she's dared to try something that scared her. She really is good about facing things head on. You're going to love to hear how this has looked for her, and I hope that you are inspired by her on how to do this in your own life too. Just do something, friends, that scares you and challenges you. It can be big, it can be small, and in fact, if you start small, I know it's going to take you somewhere really awesome. I'm here with Christina Salvin. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm excited and honored to get to visit. And by coming, I meant coming on the show. (laughs) Not to my home, I wish. But so tell us where you're calling from. Um, I am calling from Orem, Utah. Good old Orem. I love it there. I really do. But, okay, so, Christina, you're here because your friend nominated you. And, I mean, just the things she said about you alone was amazing. But um, I want you to give our listeners a little bit more of an introduction. Tell us about you. Sure. Um, Thank you. I grew up in Ohio, and I'm the youngest of six girls. So there was a lot of fun and anyway, girl girl talk growing up. I graduated in Latin American Studies with a communications minor, lived in D.C. and did humanitarian work for the government for a couple of years with USAID and then um, eventually came back to Utah and I do event planning at BYU. Oh, that's so, there's so a great. Quick synopsis for you. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And I love that you're still involved with your alma mater, too. So, you know, that's that's pretty awesome. It, it really is fun. I feel like I can like more hip because I know what the trends are. I just look at the students. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my goodness, Birkenstocks are back. <laughs> but oh, that's I good know. Or bad news. They're they, back. Oh, I'm like, thank uh, goodness they're back. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything nineties. It's, it's fun. It's fun being on a campus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so I, I mean, I've heard of all like the. It seems like you like to play hard and work hard and live life too. You know, you have your adventurous side, but you have your real studious and hardworking side to you. And I wanted you right. to share something with our um, with our listeners about um, a time where you did something that scared you. And then we're going to move into some things now that you've been doing that scare you. So tell us a little bit about this, right. one of these times that you did something that scared you and what the result was of that. Sure. Oh, lots of scary times, but um, mm-hmm. choose faith over fear, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, so I would say one of the something that my uh, being the youngest, my sisters always are getting me to do things that I didn't know any better about, and so, um, so my sister Afton, I ran track in high school, but I'd never run more than three miles, you know, and that was good enough for me, and. Um, she convinced me to sign up for a marathon. So a marathon was the first race I ever signed up and paid for. And um, I thought, well, the worst I can walk it. So I started training and I ran my first marathon and that was crazy. It wasn't an amazing time, but we finished and we had a great time. And mm-hmm. um, and so believe it or not, I signed up for another one. Um, so <laughs> As those I, things can go. I, Oh my gosh! Yeah, you, as soon as the pain is over, you're like, oh, maybe I can do, maybe I can do a little faster, you know. And and yeah. um, as soon as you so can walk again, you suddenly want. Yeah, to again. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's one of those kind of twisted, um, you know, that runners high is a real thing. They <laughs> they're not kidding. So, 
yeah, so I, I, I've done six now, but my, which is even crazier, but my, my second marathon, so the first one I, I did with her and the second marathon I signed up for, um, kind of a defining moment for me. I mean, there, there were several in that first training, but there's one that's particularly memorable about the second marathon. Um, I was training and I, I usually peak at 20 miles, um, before you're on the full 26. And so it's about three weeks out and, um, so I was living in D.C. at the time, and I decided to get on the metro, and I was going to run 10 miles to the LDS temple and then 10 miles home. Mm. And I left my phone at home, and mm. it was daytime, but um, I was I thought, okay, I, I really going to have to get home alone this way. So, But I had a date that night, and I oh, I, I can fit it in before, you know. And, um, and so I ran the 10 miles out, and I was on my way back, and I was, at 17 miles at this point, and I just was dying. Mm. Um, I had this this really intense pain, in, in, and I was having all these cramps, and I just I didn't know what to do. And so so I was taking some breaks, and um, I usually run 10 minutes, walk a minute. So at 17 miles, my breaks were getting longer, and my running was getting slower. And, and so, but I knew I had this date, and I knew I couldn't call the guy and tell him I was going to be late. So mm-hmm. I thought, I have to I can, I will. And I told myself I would just, I would just power through the last three miles, no more breaks and just get her done, you know? And, um, and so as I was chanting this to myself, so I thought, okay, I have to, I can't, I will, I have to, I can't. And then I noticed that it, something had shifted and I, and I heard myself saying, I want to, I can, I will. I want to, I can, I will. And I thought, what am I saying? You know, and, and, um, I had, I had subconsciously shifted my mantra to, I want to, I can, mm-hmm. I will. And, and it was a really cool moment. And I thought, yeah, I do want to, mm-hmm. I can, and gosh darn it, I will. <laughs> and, and, um, and so, so it's a really powerful moment. So I, and I just, I kept chanting that to myself and I, this smile kind of came over me and, and I did. I rallied, and, and it came together. And I, I got home. I think I was only just a few minutes late, you know, for my date. By the time I showered and, and got ready, and That's said, "Yeah, you know, give me a couple minutes." And and uh, <laughs> it was cutting it close. But um, but it was a really cool moment where I realized, you know, in our subconscious that, you know, we we have these deep parts of our souls that just need a moment to shine. And and. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have this amazing time. I didn't, you know, I wasn't crossing the big finish line, but, but to me it meant something. And it was, it was cool to realize I, I wanted it all along. I just, I just kind of had, had to tap into that when I, when I needed it. And so, um, so yeah, there you go. That, oh, that I was, love that mantra that, too. that's one that sticks out to me, but. Well, what I love yeah. about that is I think there's something so much more empowering about seeing that I have a choice here and I'm still choosing this hard mm-hmm. one, but I'm. I'm, I'm in choosing it, it makes you more powerful in so many yeah. ways, right? So many facets, not just running. Yeah, exactly. I even, on one of my other runs, I had, um, this is my, on my first marathon training, I, I didn't, I was doing my, my 20 miles. The 20 miles was kind of the big deal, you know, right before. And I didn't have anybody, I mean, my roommates were kind of cheering me out at home, but it, it's, it's lonely. And so I, I was just going to run laps kind of around the neighborhood, which is really boring. Mm-hmm. So I actually put up a sign um, at the baseball field by where I lived. 
before, like earlier that day that said you can do hard things. I love <laughs> <And> so, that. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, I've got to be my own cheerleader. You know, when I'm out there alone, my friends aren't going to be on the course. And oh my so, goodness. so I put up this little sign for myself that said you can do hard things. And, and, um, anyway, and it was, it was just really cool. And so I, you know, I ended up staying up there for a couple of weeks, but sometimes we've got to remind ourselves, you know, we have to be our own cheerleaders and we can do hard things. And so, oh my goodness, yeah. Christina, I love that. And it's so funny that yeah. I haven't even thought about that, you know, being your own <laughs> cheerleader. Um, wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So I know, I mean, I feel like we could talk a very long time about all the amazing things you've done. I mean, you, you had a, a big um, fundraising run. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, I mean, you're thanks in Center South Marathon. Say that again one more time. So it's nice and clear. Yeah. Thanks in Center's Half Marathon in Las Vegas. Okay, so you're in charge yeah, of that. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I know <laughs> oh, my sister's a brainchild. I'm, I was just yeah. a slave labor. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you have a partner in that then too, and especially a sister. But I mean, you've you've hiked Kilimanjaro. I mean, you just you've done so many amazing things. Um, but sometimes it's kind of you little know, crazy. yeah. It's I love that side of you, <laughs> but I think sometimes, like you, your mantra there, I I want to, I can, I will. Sometimes that means stopping. You know, sometimes that means shifting directions. And uh, you and I Mm -hmm. talked uh, off the air about this, this for you when, when this has come up for you. So let's talk about what has been scaring you lately that you've been doing. And it's different than um, running a really uh, hard run and (laughs) heading a a half marathon and um, hiking to the top of Kilimanjaro. It's, it's a whole other scary sure. thing right so tell us about this new ter- um, territory you've been been crossing right now yeah sure well I just realized I'm just a glutton for punishment but um <laughs> it's, it's fun at the same time you know yes but, um it's hard to know when to stop but um I yeah I I had a, an experience I was doing grad school this year and still training manage this race with my sister and by the way the cool thing is the money goes to the LDS missionary fund um but we we're but okay. I was doing this and I kind of taken the reins more this last year um, I made this goal to run 2017 miles in 2017 while doing the grad school and I'm in serious relationship. And, um, anyway, and I had kind of another side project I was working on and I just, I finished my first year and I, I just got burnt out yeah. and, um, I realized, and what was you know, I, I was still keeping my, sorry, I just want to, um, executive, yeah, executive public administration, mm-hmm. executive master of the public administration. So, yeah, so kind of along those lines, the nonprofit management, and um, and that would and that was helping you know my race grow and, and my humanitarian heart, um, and then also you know working full time um, as an event planner. And so, mm-hmm. so there was just yeah, there was just a lot of a lot of balls I was juggling, and you know keeping my head above water. I'm you know I've kind of got a routine, and but um, by the time summer came around, I just you know my dad told me he said, you don't you don't have time to get sick. <laughs> like yeah. you, you can't afford to get sick. You can't afford if you're in a car accident, mm-hmm. you know, you, you haven't put in any wiggle room for, for life, you know, surprises. And, mm-hmm. um, and sure enough, you know, the next week I got sick and then my aunt died and it was like, you oh know, he, he was, he was right. And so, yeah. um, and so I, I was just, you know, I was talking to a friend about it and I just thought, man, I was, I was feeling burnt out and, you know, I kind of, 
I, I wasn't showing up in my relationships that I wanted to show up. And, hmm. and, um, I just, there was a lot going on. And so, um, so I was just kind of praying about what to do. And I was having this conversation with my friend and, uh, she'd kind of give me some coaching and I'm not afraid to ask for help. Yeah. And, um, and she, she asked me how my self care was and I realized it was on empty. Yeah. And, um, it, it was a really vulnerable moment for me because, you know, I've crossed the finish line. I can do these hard things. You know, we can all do hard things. Right. And, um, and I realized as I kind of had this conversation, you know, she, she was asking, well, well what can, what can give right now? Cause something's got to give. And, um, and I realized, you know, there, I was kind of weighing out my options of what I could do and, and shifting. And, um, the easiest option of what it looked like just to kind of give myself a breather was to take a break from school. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something I've been wanting to do for years. And I, you know, I'd applied to this program and, and worked really hard to get in. And, um, and I realized that, yeah, it was, it was time to just, you know, that I, that I want to, I can, I will said, you know, right now I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it was, it was scary to have to kind of admit that, that I needed to, I needed a break. And, I remember talking to my sister who, um, she's the one I started the race with. She's, it was her brainchild. She, you know, she just told me, she said, you know, school's important, but you know, your sanity isn't worth it. And, um, and so anyway, so I decided to defer, I looked at my options and and decided to take a break and just take a semester off and just, you know, kind of reset a little bit. And so I dialed back, I piled on self-care. I started, you know, spending more time with my friends and I, made a list of my desires for life and what I wanted to do. And just, I realized I'd kind of forgotten, you know, and I mean, I wasn't totally out of touch. You know, I, I was still doing fun things. I'd still do girls nights. Sure. And, so I was still mixing that in. But, um, but I really kind of, I, I, I was physically exhausted myself. So I actually stopped my running goal. I, I was on target to finish, you know, six months in. And then I just thought, you know what, it's not worth it. So mm-hmm. I, I cut back on my running goal. I decided to defer grad school I um, just started spending more time with my friends and just kind of, you know, doing what I wanted. And, um, and I remember her saying when I was like my sister that she said, you know, the harder thing might right now might be to, to say no and say, I need, I need mm. a break. I need a reset. Yes. That so, is the um, thing. Yeah, it was in that yeah. time. It really was. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I did and I feel great. I, Good. you know, at work, I had this, this big event and everyone told me, they said, you know, you seem so much more calmer than you did last year, you know, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I do. I feel calmer. And Good. so, um, yeah, so that, that was a recent, recent powerful experience for me. And so I, you got to take breaks. You can, we can all do it, but we got to take breaks sometimes. So, well, yeah. I, there's something, you know, a little messed up in the culture that we all have, in, especially in the United States about work. Right. I mean, everybody, Mm-hmm. One of my big pet peeves is everyone who, um, you know, when you ask, how are they, how are you doing? Like, oh, I'm so busy. You know, yeah. we are all busy. Uh-huh. Everyone's busy. And, but when does it get to this point where that is our badge of worth? Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And at what expense? It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. If it's really yeah. worth it, I don't know. And I think we have to ask ourselves all the time if what we're doing right now is really worth it um, in this time in this season. Yeah. And there's something about that, too. I mean, it's not like you can't still uh, fulfill your goals. It, it just has to come at the right time in the exactly. right season for you. And I'm sure yeah. those will. Yeah. And I think and, and I appreciate that because that's, you know, I, I've heard about that, that, that busy is kind of the new 
you know, buzzword that everyone's, oh, I'm so busy, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. I never, you know, my mother, I remember calling home and she was never too busy to talk to me. And I just thought, I, I, I want to be able to be available, mm-hmm. you know, for the people that matter in my life. And that was part of why I decided to take a break. I thought, you know what, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to show up in my relationship. I want to show up in my family and friendships and work and church and all those things. And so, yeah, we got to fill our emotional bank accounts and, and uh, tanks. And so that was something I did. And I'm, I'm so glad. And, and I, I hope to pick up classes again this winter and, you know, being thoughtful about that. But um, I've been really glad it's, it's been worth it. So good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And so I <laughs> hope we you. can all learn Thank from you, you too. I mean, there, there are those times. I mean, it can make you feel like a quitter somehow or people might make you feel yeah. guilty, but you'll know when it's yeah. it's time, when it's when it's time to fill that well. So thank right. you so much, Christina, for being so open about your your contrasting experiences about the time and a season and when to push it and when to pull back. I, I, yeah. We need those voices. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's, it's, it's a good opportunity to, to reflect and yeah. yeah, think about those times and seasons and balances and happiness is is the key. <laughs> Whatever brings mm-hmm. you happiness, all of, all of that. That's that's what I found. So, yeah, thank you. Aren't you glad she still let me air this? I have linked in the show notes to Christina's Instagram as well as her race that she runs. And you can find my show notes on my website aboutprogress.com. Uh, Christina, I just truly apologize. But you know what? I am so glad I get to connect with people like Christina. Now, this came from some nominations. If you want to nominate someone to be a Do Something Highlight that I'm going to air a few times a month, I would love if you reached out to me. You can do so at packerprogress at gmail.com and let me know who you think deserves to be on the show because of the incredible ways they are showing up in their own lives by doing something that scares them and what the results are of it. Thank you for sticking with me through all the thick and thin and my very big blunders. I so love you and I'm going to keep trying, folks. It's about progress, not perfection, right? I'll be here next week and until then, take care of yourself. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.